0: Hi there. This is Alfie Watton. I'm London's tech recruiter and the host of the London Tech Talks podcast, where I speak to different technology leaders across London and the surrounding areas. Uh, today, I'm speaking to, to Remy, and um, thanks for joining us. And um, just to start, could you give us a little bit of information about who you are and the kind of stuff that you're working on?
1: Sure. Um, so I'm Remy. Um, I'm the CTO and one of the co-founders of Lenflow. Um, Lenflow is a digital um, asset-backed lender. Um, we have built a tech stack from the ground up that allows us to serve small businesses, finance, um, to help them with their cash flow. So we're a pretty young company. We've been around for three years, um, but I have a background in, uh, well, I studied computer science and then I worked in IoT and I worked for internet service providers. So I've, I've seen a whole range from hardware to software now with Lendflow. Um, so yeah, that's quickly about me
0: wicked now we're recording this during lockdown or just as we're coming out of it um what's your lockdown experience been like uh, Ronnie?
1: Yeah that's it's been an interesting one so I mean personally it's it's pretty nice to be able to work at home um you know you have your own setup you have your your own schedule it's pretty nice in terms of for the company as a whole we've um, we've always been very remote. Um, so we've traveled a lot with the company. The HQ as the company has moved um, four times in three wow. years. Um, wow. From from the UK to Dubai to Italy, Germany, Vienna, back to the UK. Um, yeah. So we have people everywhere. Um, and so we're very used to work remote. Um, you know, we have tools, we have processes, all of that is in place. Um, so really for us as a team, lockdown hasn't changed much um we work the same way that we used to before um it's funny we have um uh, we have raised a, a significant round in in the last uh, months or so um and therefore we've hired a lot in the past month and so it's bit, that that is quite interesting to have to hire somebody um and bring them to the company without ever meeting them and then you start going back to the office and that's really the first time that you see them that's that's quite interesting um but yeah, it's, it's been good overall. Um, I've enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> yes. Brilliant, well good. And it's brilliant that you were already sort of prepared for it in that you were working agile beforehand and, and whatnot so you didn't have to go through a lot of the struggles that other companies have, have dealt with. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So a lot of people that watch these videos they're quite new to the industry. They don't quite have the level of experience that you have. And um, for those IT grads and junior developers that are watching, have you got any advice uh, for them when they're just starting their tech careers?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, we can we can address the elephant in the room. I'm not I'm not that old. I don't no. have that much experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I I did work in in a few companies before Landflow, but but really Landflow is is it's my first startup and yeah. and like i said we found, I founded it with three other guys and therefore um and we founded it when i was still in university um so i was uh, i was writing my master's thesis uh oh, sorry my bachelor thesis when uh when we started lendflow yeah. um so i think I, maybe this is for 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 young for young guys that are just in uni or, or or leaving uni or you know are or, or, or learning how to code um I I think the biggest thing is to enjoy what you do and to really find what what you like so technology is huge like you can work in hardware you can work in software you can work in management so my my day to day is is not much coding anymore unfortunately I and I love coding and this is what I have done you know, since I was 11. So I really enjoy doing it. But I found that in my day to day, I actually more enjoy project management and and leading people and finding new processes and trying to improve the efficiency of my team. Um, And therefore, it is technology related in a sense, because I need to understand what they do. But, but it's not really, it's not coding so I think that the most important when you start is to figure out okay do you want to be a developer do you want to you know write lines and you enjoy doing that and if so what what are the right skills to improve or do you prefer to do something that is a bit less tangible something that is maybe a bit um, you know more fluffy (laughs) (laughs) management for example Um, so yeah I think that yeah Finding the right, the right, the thing that fits you—that's um, that's the best advice. You'll you'll do great once you have that thing that you that yes. you enjoy.
0: No, it's it's good advice. I hear a lot of people new to the industry, and they're trying to be a generalist and do everything. They're a developer, a tester, doing support, and it just doesn't work. You need to pick an area, be the best that you can be in that particular area, and then and that applies to yeah. tech, applies to anything. Um, absolutely.
1: For Sure, and uh, I think I'd add to that: you need to. You need to be able to recognise that you're not the best. So I'm very happy to say that I'm probably one of the worst devs in our tech team. Um, I'm very happy to say that. I mean, I study computer science. Theoretically, I should have a good technical knowledge. Uh, but the guys that I've hired and are uh, working for us now are, are much better coders than I. Um, but I. I would I would say that maybe I have better management skills than they do and therefore we compete each other. So I think it's okay to not be good at something. Um as long as you can you're happy to recognize it and to work with other people to make that, that 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 thing better. Um that that's really important, I find.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, hundred percent. Um now from a um looking forward perspective, um are there any Cutting edge technologies, you know, future technologies, which you're excited about, passionate about, and, and think will have a big impact on the future. Yeah,
1: that's a good question. Um, so Lambda is is a complete serverless has a complete serverless infrastructure. Um, so we're built on top of AWS Lambda. Um, and and I, I guess you could argue that that this is you know a cutting edge technology. Um, it is a, a micro microservice. Uh, we don't have any Docker's. We don't have anything like that. And therefore, uh, some people look at it as you know super high tech. Um, that is for me the the future of computing. Um, being able to handle infrastructure at at code level rather than having to you know have a DevOps team and have an, an architectural team. You can just write your code and and don't worry about scaling or don't worry about queuing messages and that sort of stuff i think that gives a lot of power to development teams um so so in terms of yeah like maybe that's more work related um in terms of other other things um i mean i i've been i've always been passionate about blockchain i wrote my dissertation about on blockchain i have been in the industry since about 2013 um so in, in blockchain term that's pre yeah um,
0: <laughs>
1: So that, I guess that's my passion. I think, you know, blockchain, uh, not not the, the financial side of it. Um, so, you know, when you see people talking about the price of Bitcoin, I think that's, that's completely irrelevant to the power that technology has. I think uh, blockchain has the power to really revolutionize the way we see data and data ownership and the way we see interactions between data holders. So I have my data. How can I give it to people in a way that is beneficial for me how do we make sure the incentive is is aligned I think that's something that is really broken in the current in the current infrastructure of the web and I think that blockchain as a whole can really help um, doing that um, so yeah the blockchain for me is 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 the path to the future
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely I mean there's so many practical use cases aside from the finance side which Sure. Um, the early stages now and I, I was speaking to somebody the other day who said that we're entering the second wave of, of blockchain in that the early hype was all that the the bitcoin and you know and and whatnot but now um you know that the proper application of smart contracts and and so many other interesting um you know uses for, for the blockchain technology um will you know have a a massive impact on on the future so um for it's
1: sure. very yeah i i did I wrote my gestation on um on how do you apply um blockchain tech to the ownership of medical records um Mm -hmm. so so that that was a big thing for me i was like okay there's loads of people at the moment you have no ownership whatsoever on your medical history um in the uk the nhs owns it in other countries it's you know it's other other government institutions and that's a huge issue because what do i do with it um Mm -hmm you know, how do I know that the NHS hasn't sold my genetical data to some research lab? And I mean, outside the fact that I'm not too fond of that, I think it's, there's, you could monetize this. People could make some money out of this and could actually, you know, benefit from selling their data if they wanted to, or or not selling it if they didn't want to, that's really up to them. But we should be able to build a system that gives ownership back to them. Um, And so, uh, smart contracts are, are really a, a way to program incentive to program yeah. um human well yeah human interaction in a sense um and that's that's super powerful it's more the the biggest issue that we've had so far is we haven't found that killer use case the killer use case of of internet was emails there's yeah. how everybody got into the internet um and then and unfortunately porn but you know that's another topic, <laughs> but we haven't found that killer use case for blockchain yet. And so, hopefully, we're we're getting to that second wave, but we're not there yet. I feel, um, yeah.
0: Hopefully, it's coming soon, though. I mean, there's so much yeah. <laughs> stuff being developed. So, um, absolutely, and um, brilliant. Well, well, thank you so much for taking the time to have a quick chat and get some of your thoughts and ideas and insights. Um, and obviously, thank you to everybody for for watching as well. Um, obviously, make sure you follow the podcast to see daily episodes like this with. Of the the top um, tech experts across London, um, and then once again, thank you for your time.